This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. That's life. That's what this show is all about. It's about the trials and tribulations and making it through every single day. It's about being the best you absolutely can be. It's about making this world a better place for you and for me. It's not about you. It's about the one who created you. And it's not about what you want. It's about what he wants. You were created with a purpose that only you can fulfill. You were created to glorify him and glorify his kingdom. You were created with a job to do. That's life. My job is to tell you the impact that God had on my life once I let God take over. That is my story to tell. That's life. Good morning, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 24th of April, 2023. I am Vince Russo. And this is a little ditty call. That's life. Uh, Chad Lamar is asking me, where have I been? Well, Chad, I took last week off um, because, um, quite frankly, I was just exhausted uh, and it was also my dad's uh, last day here. Uh, my dad, as you know, uh, stayed with me for three weeks. And I wanted to spend as much time as I possibly could with him. So in order to do that, um, I literally was recording a lot of my shows in the middle of the night, like three in the morning, four in the morning. Um, and then, you know, I would be uh, all clear when he woke up when he woke up and um uh that exhausted me a little bit so uh last monday was his last day here um i wanted to spend as much time as i could so i skipped that's life uh, and i think god would understand i think under the uh the same circumstances he would have uh, probably spent some time with his father as well but I am back this week, everybody, and thank you for joining me. Uh, as many of you know, I've been doing this show for a very long time. This is not a wrestling show. Uh, this is a show about life um, and living our, our day-to-day, our daily walk, um, not only how we could make ourselves better, but how we could make the world better how we could make others better. Today, though, I'm going to focus a little bit more on you. I've been wanting to do this show for several weeks because this is on my heart and this is on my mind. Now, 
you always hear, man, that your body is your temple. And uh, I am a strong believer of that. I believe that our soul will go on and on and on, and our, our soul will never die, and our soul is everlasting. But our body is just temporary, and and our body is basically the housing of our soul. However, we do have a job to do, and we do have a uh, mission that we need to carry out. Um, God created all of us with a job to do, a unique job that only we can do. And uh, we need to be ready, willing, and able to do that, man. We need to be in our in our best um, health. Uh, we need to be in our best mental state of mind and our best spiritual state of mind. And that's what I want to discuss with you guys a little today, man. Um, what does it exactly mean that our body is our temple? So I want to go to an article, man. This is on BibleStudyTools.com, and it's written by Jessica Brody, and it's called, What Does It Really Mean That Your Body Is Your Temple? Um, and this was only written about a month ago, March 14th, 2023. So let's look at this. Your body is your temple. It's a phrase uttered by everyone from fitness gurus to nutritional purists. Your body is a temple. But what does it really mean? In the Bible, the phrase comes from the Apostle Paul's first letter to the Corinthians as he asks, do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit? Who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were brought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. 1 Corinthians 6, 19, 20. So this is actually a biblical verse, man, um, that is in the Bible when Paul said to uh, the Corinthians, you know that your bodies are your temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you. And who have you received from God? So we are housing the Holy Spirits in our temple, which is our body. By reminding us our body is a temple, Paul is talking here about sexual morality and how we should honor God with our bodies and treat them as sacred places, understanding that the Spirit dwells in us. And when you think about that, the Holy Spirit, is a glowing, glowing, everlasting, powerful source that is living within our bodies. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And that's why we need to have a fit body. We need to have a clean body. The Bible talks about here sexual morality. As Christians, how can, we remember, how can we remember our body as a temple? How can Christians honor their bodies in healthy ways? Let's take a look at a number of ways. Now, guys, again, I am reading this by taking a look at myself, man. I constantly, constantly, bro, 
am going up and down, up and down, up and down, yo-yo diets, losing the weight, putting it back on, losing the weight, putting it back on, um, intermittent fasting. And there's no question, bro, when I am lighter, I feel a lot better uh, mentally, physically, spiritually. There is absolutely no doubt about that. But let's talk about first, what is a temple? It's important to understand a temple is a holy, sacred place. For the Israelites in the Old Testament, the temple was a specific place where the people could interact with God, the physical dwelling place of the Lord here on earth. When they were in the wilderness before they reached the promised land, God had the Israelites build a portable tent of meeting, a tabernacle to be their temple while they traveled. See Exodus 25 to 27. Moses would go in the tent and talk with God there. Later, King Solomon built a non-portable temple for the Lord, known as Solomon's Temple, or the first temple. It was the first temple the Israelites built for God. The temple took seven years to build and was a massive, ornate structure, roughly 90 feet long, 30 feet wide, and 45 feet high, 1 King 6. The temple was destroyed when Jerusalem fell to Babylon. It was later rebuilt as the second temple when the exiled Israelites returned. Much later, the second temple was destroyed by the Roman Empire after the death and resurrection of Christ. Today, the church is the temple of God. The church isn't a place, but the church isn't a place but a people. That is, instead of a physical structure, it is a gathering of people, a collective who pursues God, makes sacrifices for God, and connects with God. Every Christian believer individually, as well as corporately as a body, is part of the church. We are God's temple. Paul also tells us that Christ is our head and we are the body, Colossians 1, 18 and 19. I always talk to you about church, guys, and how important church is, even though I myself am just finding a very, I'm finding, a, I'm having a hard time finding a church that is suitable for me. I've talked about this often, man. I got spoiled uh, when I lived in Atlanta with uh, Dr. Youssef, and I am forever searching for the right temple um, that um, I have not come across yet. So how are we like a temple? Just as the first and second temples were well-constructed constructed places of beauty and grandeur to be treated with respect and honor, today we too must treat ourselves in the same manner. Even though we are dust, and to dust we shall return, Genesis 3.19, we are beautifully and gloriously created by God our Father. Psalms 139.14 tells us we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We also know we are loved and precious to God. As God 3.16 reminds us, for God so loved the world that he gave us his only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. When Jesus ascended to heaven after the resurrection, he told us the Holy Spirit would live within us. 
giving us power in order to be his witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samara and to the ends of the earth, Acts 1.8. Jesus also calls the Holy Spirit our helper, the advocate sent by God to teach us all we need to know. Um, I know, man, the Holy Spirit is alive and well in me. I feel the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is an ongoing correction when we stumble, when we fall, when we take steps backwards. The Holy Spirit is our guiding light. The Holy Spirit is part of God, the Trinity encompassing Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, three in one. Therefore, because we have someone so holy and almighty within us, we need to understand that we as earthly vessels must do what we can to a proper, appropriate, fitting temple for the Spirit. So what are characteristics of a worthy temple? Not only were God's temple structures beautiful and ornate, but they were also made of high-quality materials and structurally sound. They smelled good with incense and other pleasing aromas, and they were pleasant and pleasurable places to spend time in. We want the Holy Spirit to be alive and well in a pleasurable place. Much like the Garden of Eden where we're told God enjoyed walking and talking with Adam and Eve, God spent time in the tabernacle with Moses and with the high priest of Jerusalem in the temple. So it is good for us to think about what we can do with our bodies to make them pleasing to God. Here are some elements. Yes, man, we all need to get on board with this. I am on the top of the list. I need to quit putting crap in my temple. I need to exercise my temple. I need to take care of my temple because my temple is housing the Holy Spirit. Self-care is temple care. One thing we can do is care for our bodies, treating them with care and respect. We should get adequate sleep, see, man, that's me, so that our brains and muscles are refreshed and able to go to do God's work. We should eat nutritious food, brush our teeth, wash ourselves, and get exercise to keep our bodies in good working order. Keep out the evil. Anything we can do is, another thing we can do is keep evil away from our bodies. We should not use our bodies to do things that are not part of part of God's plan. We know God created us male and female, and we know God wants us to enjoy lovemaking within the boundaries of marriage. We shouldn't commit sexual immorality or pro- uh, promiscuity, whether that is adultery or fornif- fornif- fornication. We also should not pollute our bodies with toxins, whether that is excessive alcohol leading to drunkenness, drug use, or poor air quality. A diet of fried fatty foods low in nutritional value is also not a good way to treat our body. See, we know all this, man. We know all this, but yet we ignore 
all this. And why do we ignore all this, bro? Because we all, man, including me at the top of the list, uh, lack of discipline, man. It's, it's, it's a lack of discipline, man. That's, that's all it is. I'm at the top of the list, guys. I'm not calling you out on this, man. I am calling myself out. Emotional health plays a role too. Caring for our body as a temple isn't just about physical care. Taking care of our emotional and mental health needs is a priority too. Our moods can affect so many things. Being in a depressed or anxious state of mind can eventually affect everything from our skin to our breathing patterns to the amount of sleep we get at night. Doing what we can to boost our emotional and mental health is important. This can include spending regular time with friends and other supportive people, taking time to play and enjoy simple pleasures, or working with a therapist. Yes, man, emotional, bro. Mental health, because our moods do in in fact um, affect everything. We don't want to be depressed. We don't want to be anxious. That is going to affect our state of mind and our emotional health. I got to work on the sleep thing, man. I am awful, man. Awful, awful, awful with the sleep thing. Spiritual help matters. Finally, keeping our temples in proper spiritual alignment is another way to care for ourselves. A temple should always be in connection with God. Let's do what we can to stay on the right path with God. As Proverbs 4, 26 to 27 reminds us, give careful thought to the paths for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or the left. Keep your foot from evil. Stay in love with God. Pray and talk with him always. Spend time in worship and in fellowship with other Christians. Read the Bible. Meditate and praise the Lord. All of these things are critical to a well-maintained temple. Yes, they are. And these are a lot of things that we don't have our focus on, bro. And we need to have our focus on. And again, man, this is a lesson for me, guys. This is why I try to do this show every Monday, man. Let us think about these things. I want to read that to you one more time. Keeping our temples in proper spiritual alignment is another way to care for ourselves. A temple should always be in connection with God. Do what we can to stay on the right path with God. Proverbs 4.26.27, give careful thought to the paths for your feet. Give careful thought to decisions and actions and words. Keep your feet from evil. Stay in love with God. Pray. Talk with him always. Spend time in worship and in fellowship with other Christians. Read the Bible. 
Guys, I cannot tell you how many times when I am off whack and off kilter, I will just pick up the Bible and I will read James. James, bro. Just go to James. Meditate. Praise the Lord. All of these things are critical to a well-maintained temple. These are just a few suggestions for treating your temple well. Remember, we are loved by God, created for his work and his will. We were created to glorify God and to glorify kingdom. It is not about us. We were created to do a job, and we must keep these temples in good, tip-top working condition, physically, mentally, and emotionally. Jesus died a horrible, painful, humiliating death on the cross for us. And because of that, he washed us clean and paid our sin debt. Now, we who belong to him have the Holy Spirit in our hearts. Let's remember that we need to honor ourselves so that God can use us well and to honor the sacrifice Christ made for us. I love that a line right there, man. We need to honor ourselves. How many of us, bro, really honor ourselves, man? We honor yourself. God put you here, man. God said you are worthy. I am giving you life. You are worthy because I have a job that only you can do. That is honorable. Therefore, treat yourselves with honor. Treat your temples with honor. Treat your minds with honor. Treat your spirit with honor. You are honorable. You know, guys, we live in a world where everybody is going to try to tear you down. That's the world we live in. Everybody is going to try to make you feel the opposite of honorable. They're going to try to make you feel useless. You are meaningless. You bring nothing to the world. You are a loser. You are a failure. Bro, if you are walking and breathing and living, you are honorable. Because God, God Almighty made the decision that you were important enough and honorable enough to carry out a job for him. So honor yourself, man. And and by honoring yourself, part of that is the emotional, the spiritual, and the physical. And there are so many parts of that game that yours truly needs to lead the way. And it's hard, bro, because we are not disciplined. And we are creatures of habit, man. And we do what we do over and over and over again. And it is hard for us to change. And that's where God comes in, man. And that's where the dedication to him comes in. Putting him number one in your life comes in and basically confessing I cannot do this without you. 
You created me with a specific plan, and I am so out of sync, I don't know what that plan is. God, I want you to take the keys to the car. I want you to take over my life. I will be a passenger in this journey because I am here to glorify you and to glorify your kingdom. I confess all my sins. I drop them at your feet. And I will do my best to live my life according to your will. That's it, guys. That's all it takes. I always ask this question, man. I'm not going to tell you what to do one way or another because I'm not that guy. I wouldn't tell you what to do about anything, man. You've got your own free will. you got your own mind. But I always say this to everybody. What, what do you possibly have to lose? If you're having problems in your life, man, if you're dealing with issues and it feels hopeless and there is no light at the end of the table and you don't have a plan and you don't know what you're going to do next and you don't know what your what the meaning of your life is or why the heck you're here, what do you have to lose? A lot of people are just flat stubborn. A lot of people just don't want to believe there's a God because that's silly and that's make-believe and it's the invisible man. Oh, really? Then how did my life change? How, 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 did, how did my life change by way of an invisible man? But again, guys, at the end of the day, as always, man, that is your decision. And your decision alone, and nobody can make that for you. Guys, that is life. Treat your body, treat your mind, treat your spirit like a temple. I'll see you next week, man. That's life. That's what this show is all about. It's about the trials and tribulations and making it through every single day. It's about being the best you absolutely can be it's about making this world a better place for you and for me it's not about you it's about the one who created you and it's not about what you want it's about what he wants You were created with a purpose that only you can fulfill. You were created to glorify him and glorify his kingdom. You were created with a job to do. That's life. My job is to tell you the impact that God had on my life once I let God take over. That is my story to tell. That's life.